Hey everyone, today we have our first guest interview with Will Johnson from Egghead.io. Hey everybody, how's it going? I'm Will. I'm the community marketing engineer with Egghead.io. Thanks for having me on here, Sean. I appreciate it. Thanks for being our first guest. I think it's awesome to have different voices and different experiences. So we're gonna we're here to talk about career change. What were you doing before you arrived in tech? I was working at a food factory for making like ingredients that went into food. So like uh, we made the filling that went into Twinkies. We made like some stuff that went into hot dog buns, like different, like it was mostly like breaded type products. So I was working there, pretty boring job. I think I put like 400 boxes. I would fill them with powder up every day. Super boring stuff. So yeah, that's what I was doing before. You were actually where the sausage was being made. And <laughs> I, I also, I try to draw an analogy to code. Like sometimes we don't want to know how like our, our known modules are <laughs> made. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That Twinkie stuff, like it doesn't even smell good in its natural form. Yeah, I, I can't even eat one. Like no way. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, it's so gross. Um, okay, so and then what, what made you decide like that? That's a it's a huge transition, right? What, what made you decide to try to switch to tech? I've always been like someone like ambitious. Uh, but so when I got married, I was like, oh well, I guess I got to get a real job. Like I've always had big plans and stuff like that. When I had got married, I was like, oh, I need to do something safe. And that's how I got in like to that type of work. It paid well, but that was like you know back when I had one kid. As of now, I have six. So you know, things started getting more expensive and, you know, we needed more room and stuff. And after trying a whole bunch of stuff, like I learned copywriting, start like doing social media for people. I was doing the YouTube channel, selling shirts on Shopify. Uh, me and my wife started a cleaning business together. Wow. Uh, and then eventually, <laughs> yeah, we did, we did a lot. Like we were really like serious, like, you know, we wanted like, we just wanted to do life on our terms. It's kind of, you know, the, the nutshell, like, the way that we were doing it was making us miserable. How long was this search process? How, how long were you trying things out? I would say before web development, three years. So it was wow. like three years of just trying a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And the cleaning business actually went pretty well. So then one day I'm just on a forum uh, and it was like a hip hop forum. So it wasn't even like business related. Like I don't even, again, I don't even know why I was on there, but in, I came across this post and everybody was like, Hey, are y'all taking advantage of this Udemy sale? And it was for the Colt Steel web development course. And I was like, you know, now first I'm like nine dollars. That's like my first time introduced to the pricing. And I'm like nine dollars. You can make six figures. This does not sound right. You know, I took the course, and that's kind of like the start of my process. So just basically, a, a need to take care of my family and really do some more fulfilling work because the powder and boxes thing really, really wasn't me. I feel like I have more to offer the world. Yeah, uh, you you certainly have. You know, you just said, "Heck, it's nine dollars." So just just try it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you went through the course. That's where a lot of people start to suffer, especially when you're when you're doing something as hard as programming. We're we're talking before this this chat, and like two resources really kind of stood out to you. Um, I definitely think that a mindset shift is necessary because it it is going to be hard. Tech isn't a a, a easy place to get into. You know, even if you do have, you know, a degree, it's still hard. So not having a degree and, you know, coming from a completely different background, you know, it's like your mindset is kind of what you want to have in check. So the first book that I read was Mindset by Carol Dweck, and it was talking about the growth versus fixed mindset. And um, it's something that, you know, I think we have and we don't even know, like a fixed mindset. We think that, like, people just know how to do things. Like, you know, if you see someone play basketball, you don't see them practice. 
you just see them be good at basketball. So you think that, oh, well, they must be gifted or something like, you know, those are the terms that we use. Or if someone's really, really smart, we didn't see them reading books and taking notes and connecting ideas. We see that this person knows everything or, you know, whatever the case may be. You know, the way to get what you want to get and become what you want to become is actually put in the work and understand that it's going to be hard, but you can do it and you can change. She brought up like a lot of things to where uh, she said she was like doing like some fifth graders and she was changing the mindset instead of saying, I can't do something into, I can't do something yet. This part kind of touched me. One of the kids was like, so you mean I don't have to be dumb? Like, so that, that's, but that was like, you know, crazy, <laughs> oh, no. right? Like he thought he had oh, to be no. dumb, like, you know, cause he didn't know that, you know, it's just, it's just a wild concept. That's really simple. But like, when you think about it, yeah, you just put it in the work, but it's like, that's not what people are taught, you know? You think that you're you're it's one or other. I really connect with that because, you know, I, I had the chance to learn to code way earlier in life, like in middle school, high school. But then I, I saw my I saw my friends who were, who were coders and they were like doing some wizard stuff in, in the Bash show. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. So that means I'm not a coder. And then I just didn't, didn't code for like 20 years beyond <laughs> that. And if our image of what coding is, is this terminal. It prevents a lot of people from identifying as coders because they're just like, oh, you mean I don't have to be dumb? You know, it's like, you mean I don't have to be scared of the terminal? Yeah, it's, it's a real it's a real uh, barrier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then the second book, uh, you, you read these back to back. Yeah. The second book was Grit. Uh, yeah, that was Grit. And it was just, you know, kind of like the same mindset about, you know, putting in the work, putting in the effort. And it kind of, it this one told a lot of stories. Like it even actually mentioned Toby from Shopify. So I thought it was kind of cool. Um, you know, how, you know, some like an older man taught him how to code and eventually end up, you know, building Shopify, but it's not something that, you know, he would have thought first. So working in that factory and being treated how I was treated, because, you know, they don't treat you well in those type of jobs. Like those books were like pivotal for me to keep my mindset positive uh, just because of the environment I was surrounded by. Yeah, I feel like you already had a lot of grit, though. You know, like you, you were you were out there searching for for your next thing for three years. Didn't you just feel like, oh, I already got this? Like, what what do you get from the from the book, though? For the lack of a better term, it's kind of like brainwashing, right? So <laughs> <laughs> you brainwash yeah, yourself because like m- most of my environment is like negative. It was people telling me I shouldn't change careers of being this old and having these kids. And, you know, you know, you don't know nobody in tech and, you know, it's basically like negative stuff. So it's like I needed like some a different feedback into my brain. So that's what like the books was for is like to counteract everything else, because if I didn't have that, you know, I might have, you know, listened to what people were saying and kind of let that seep into my subconscious. So I was using the books to counteract um those comments. My, a friend of mine really believes in this idea of neuro-linguistic programming, which is just, in other words, psyching yourself up by just listening to something that you want to do a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think I think that's a, that's a lot of what we're trying to do with podcasts as well, just trying to give positive reinforcement. Uh, but I feel like you, your, your, your mindset has gone from like, oh, uh, like I'm a victim of like the environment around me. And now yesterday you're tweeting, no one can make you, in- actually, why don't you say it? <laughs> Yeah, I said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. And dude, that's like a totally different mindset from the guy in the factory where like people were treating you wrong and you just kind of took it. And now you're like, oh, I don't have to let you do that to me. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's exactly how it is, is if, if you don't agree with it, 
it doesn't hold any value or truth. So people were saying those things. I didn't agree, um, you know, and I was able to, you know, achieve the things that I wanted to achieve. And, you know, no offense to the people, but a lot of them were still in the same spot, you know. I think I was first aware of you when, like, you became a learner advocate for Egghead. And that was like a transition, like, a, it, was, it was kind of like a first job in tech kind of role. Um, was, was that was that what it was? Yeah. So that was like my, I uh, worked part-time for Egghead as a learner advocate for a few weeks where I came in uh, full-time. And the basic learner advocate is like someone who take notes on courses, ask questions, and just kind of improve the the AK courses before they release. And that is like blossomed and brought in other people to be learner advocates and help them boost their career by giving them chances to give talks in front of, you know, our community, just that notoriety, help them, you know, get other, you know, conference gigs and stuff like that. It's really, it's almost been like a an egghead Y Combinator or something. Like it, it's a win-win, you know, like they, they get better content because Egghead's known for putting out really concise quality content. What's uh, your call to action for someone going through a career change like you did? Um, for me, I would say do something that scares you. That That's going to put you ahead of a lot of people in the eyes of, you know, people who are trying to hire. So if that's, you know, speaking at a meetup, releasing YouTube videos, making your own podcast, uh, anything that's, you know, you've been holding back on that you feel like could help you so this week, go ahead and do it and let me know when you do it so I can help amplify it for you. Yeah, totally. Anyone listening, if you want to start a podcast, like you can reach out to either of us and we'll be happy to be on. It's just a quick chat. So yeah, do something that scares you. I'm going to post a link to uh, Will's blog post about how he switched careers in, in the tech. Uh, I think it was an awesome read. And he even had photos from the factory. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, it really brings home to you how, how uh, transformative uh, I think tech can be. Well, thanks for being on, Will. And thanks for being our first guest. All right. Thanks for having me. Have fun.